Sunday Central's Form Express. Big afternoon or evening race of racing coming from the west at uh, Pinjara. Uh, the Magic Millions meeting there, the $200,000 three-year-old trophy, the, two th- uh, the $250,000 two-year-old classic. Peter Anthony's is joining me to go through the quarter legs. Peter, good morning. Absolute pleasure to be here. It's uh, bright and early and it's a little bit cool than what it has been over the last couple of weeks, Brendan. So uh, more than happy to be racing today as opposed to yesterday where it cracked 42 in the city. So, uh, yeah, the hot summer continues over here. Thank you very much for getting out of bed nice and early for us too, by the way. The first event we'll take a look at is race number seven. It's the three-year-old Magic Millions Trophy. And uh, the tab fixed odds favourite here is one spin the knife at $1.60. Red 53, $8, $9, Pixie Chicks. Uh, Champagne Dame at 11 and $12 for Ace Fiber with the shorty here. Yeah, look, it's really impossible to go past it. It's not a betting race for me personally, but look, you spin the knife comes out and basically reproduces anything approaching what it did first up. It, it should be winning this and winning it quite comfortably. It just maps really well. There's no real uh, dangers, so to speak, in terms of getting stuck wide. It should just be able to travel across from gate four with Chris Parnham on board. And typically he leads these races in a very even tempo, so it should get absolutely every chance. Uh, if you're playing wider novelties, I'd be giving a chance to the 11 Champagne Dame, which just seems to map quite well. And uh, three ace fires, a horse that's got a bit of ability as well. They're around the 11 to $12 mark, but that's uh, that's really a one-leg affair for me in the quaddy. So one in the knife straight out uh, with three and 11, the potential uh, multiple plays, if you like. The two-year-old Magic Millions Classic is race number eight over the 1,200 metres. Tab fixed odds favourite here is Street Parade at 3.30. She's a belter at four. She's graceful at five. Seven dollars all the King's men and man crush a $13 chance. Yeah, pretty happy to side with uh, Street Parade here in the favourite. Look, I think we might get a better price late. So if you're playing, I'll just look to that price potentially drifting as we get closer to the jump time. But I'm pretty confident they'll roll forward here with Street Parade. This race doesn't really seem to have a leader on paper. There's a few horses that have settled forward previously, um, but one of them is actually the emergency So in the Great Hoyer. So I'm expecting that horse will come out. Look, there's a few other horses here that are running, having their second career start. So you have to be a little bit careful. There might be one or two of them that improve sharply, but Street Parade still has the best two-year-old figure that we've seen so far in WA. That was recorded last year, but look, the horse was really pretty fat in the yard first up. I'm expecting it would have trimmed up nicely. It looks like a really good platform for this race. So uh, pretty confident on Street Parade. Uh, the, the two, look, the main dangers on paper would be the one man crush and the eight Chiva Delta. That's not really telling you too much, just given that they are relatively firm in the market anyway. But uh, they just don't draw anywhere near as well as Street Parade should. So, again, we're going relatively short here in the quaddy. I'll go two, one and eight there. Race number nine is the Giselle Park Mile, of course, over the mile. The uh, scratching is uh, the no scratching so far in this one, the ninth. Uh, the Spruker, number three, Tab Fixed Odds favourite at two sixty. Uh Pro Consent at four dollars, uh Beret at four sixty, Dom the Sh- Dom the Shoot eleven, uh Solalia at eighteen, and Vital Silver twenty one dollars. Yeah, look, it's an interesting race this one. Uh look, there's the market's basically zeroed in on well, I think a few people would have been likely to give the Spruker a chance here once more to beat Pro Consent. We saw last time the Spruker settled outside the leader and Pro Consent from gate one. Well, Clint Johnson Porter managed to settle the horse one out, one back from gate one on a day where it was a rail, uh, inferior rail. So uh, it was given a, a perfect run. But the 
the market's already found that. So there's no real great edge here. Um, I'm leaning the Spruikers way, but no real confidence. I think it'll just come down to tempo more than anything. The Ray's been scratched last start. It drew horribly wide on that occasion. It comes back in here from gate four, and that horse is just absolutely flying. Uh, Pro Consent's doing nothing wrong. And then look, there's going to be one horse that might be able to improve on speed, especially if it is a, an on-speed day. It's uh, the 10 and the layer. So it's not a betting race, but in terms of the quality leagues, I'll be going three, six, seven, and 10 there in race nine. Race number 10 on the program. This is uh, a minimum 72 over 1,200 metres. Eight is the scratching from this. Clairvoyance is the favourite at $2.90. Sun Sun for $60. $6.50 comes a time. Platinum Bullet $7.50 and $10 for Eeyore Ways. Yeah, this is all, almost certainly the most interesting race of the day. We've seen Clairvoyance so far, this preparation settle three wide, no cover, and four wide, no cover, and effectively fail on both of those. Get the apprentice Holly Watson on here, and really the horse has to be in well. Can be a little bit tardy out of the gate. So from gate two, if Clairvoyance finds the front, it should be an absolute nightmare to get past. But there's still that nagging doubt that perhaps she's not quite at her absolute best. Look, the, the real overlay I've got in this field is Platinum Bullet uh, for Simon Miller and Paddy Carberry. Uh, the three, it's around that seven dollar fifty mark. If they're able to make ground and the, the track's playing relatively fair. I've got this horse marked under $5, and I'm just really impressed with the way that Simon Miller's handling his affairs at the moment. Uh, he's giving them the right amount of break in between, just picking his races really well. So if they can make ground, I'll be happy to sign Platinum Bullet if it's playing relatively on speed, and I'll just leave the race. But in terms of the quaddy legs, I'll be going three from one. Seven comes a time of supported first up, and never really got any chance in straight. And then the two Sun Sun, which comes from a Geraldton race, but was a pretty decent run, I thought. Didn't really have the best of luck in the straight. So the final leg, three from one, seven and two. Best bet value bet recap of the quarter numbers, please, Pete. Yeah, uh, best bet. We'll go to race six on the card. It's a bit disappointing because when I was talking with Gareth on Friday, I think Carly's Carmel was sitting around $7.50 or so. It's now about $5 to $5.50. Um, again, it's not necessarily the most fashionable stable, but I'm pretty bullish on this horse's chances. If she reproduces either of her two figures so far, this preparation, she goes really close to winning this and really should be winning it. So uh, the 12 there in race six, Carly's Karma is my best at around that $5 mark. In terms of the value bet, I will stick with Platinum Bullet there in the last at $7.50. I think that's a really good price for a horse that just returns really well. And just to recap the quaddy, uh, race seven, just the one straight out in the night. Race eight, I'll go two from one and eight, or one, two and eight. Uh, race 9, 3, 6, 7 and 10 and then to round out in race 10, 1, 3, 7 and uh, we'll put in the 2 as well so 1, 2, 3 and 7 there in race 10 Best of luck today Pete with the Magic Millions program at Pinjara Cheers, go well Pete Anthony is from the mailbag with his thoughts on the Magic Millions program from Pinjara we're off to a sports update with Andrew Q Celebrating Lives Central. The Sunshine Coast, off seven is the track running, rails out four metres. Howard Walder's been through the form for us. Howard, good morning. Yeah, g'day, Brendan. How are you going? Very well, thank you. Soft seven rails out four, raced at the four metre position on Friday night with the wet ground. We expecting them to get off the fence later on in the day? Oh, look, possibly. It's um, the, the day is going to be 27 degrees. The rail four, yeah, look, they just might get, you know, three two or three off the fence, but um, I always prefer to watch a couple before, um, you know, setting any sort of thoughts in concrete or in stone. 
First of it on the programs, a three-year-old benchmark 65 over a mile. Six is the scratching. Naughty Harry, the favourite, $2.10. Perfect encounter, four twenty. St. Bartholomew at 5 and $6.50. Bays, Rich? Very hard to go past this favourite, Brendan. Naughty Harry. Just the one start. That was a Dooman over thirteen fifty, And uh, he railed throughout, but he got going strongly from the 200 to um, be the winner. Like to have a stock, gets on a bigger track here, gets out to 1600, and there really is no better trainer than David Van Dyke. You know, he gets these horses up in trip quickly, but they win. And the opposition don't look strong. He is $2.10, but he's a bit as much as $3 when markets first went up, and that was set upon straight away. Hard to beat. Number four, perfect encounter. Now, this horse will strip very fit. This will be its seventh run in. It's placed on four of those um, six starts and one on another. We'll go forward, gets a claim for Angela Jones. She's an inform apprentice, so get the right run. Looks the obvious danger. Then number seven, St Bartholomew. Now, this horse also maps well. It's the only other horse likely to sit forward. He placed four first up, beaten half a length, had every possible chance. And so he's second up at 1,600, and whatever he does, I'm sure he'll improve on that. And perhaps number three, Beret, as the best of the rest. But as I said, the way Naughty Harry handled the 13.50 on debut, Back to home, big track, 1,600, hard to beat. 1473. Race number two is a two-year-old maiden over 1,000. Scratchings here, 2, 3, 5 and uh, 12. Wicked chance for Steph Thornton is the favourite here, $2.30. Just the Vonnie at $3.90. Stuck in a dream for $68, Whistling Spirit. Yes, so you've got a field of eight. You've got five of them, of them having their first start and two of those haven't been to any public trials. So, but on what I know or what I've seen, number 11, Wicked Chance, which is the favourite, not surprisingly, straight to the front in its trial and went to the line nicely, you know, wasn't asked to do much from a good stable, Chris Anderson. And the horse that run it up there went to Doombin yesterday and placed third. So the, the trial form line has been franked, natural pace. So I put the 11 on top, ahead of six, Whistling Spirit, this horse has had two starts. It's the most experienced runner in the field. On debut, got beaten nine lengths at three wide and dropped out. But then second start here um, was box seeding third in the small field and then really had nowhere to go until 200 metres from home. Got beaten two lengths with an unimpeded run, would have finished closer, so improving with racing. And then the two that haven't been seen at public trials, eight spur me. Now, this is in the Tom, Tom Button stable. He's in great form. He's trained six winners from his last 22 starters. So the stable's definitely ticking over nicely. And number 10, Talk Espana. Stuart Kendrick, first starter, hasn't tried. That's not unusual with the stable. He trials some of them, not all of them. But I've noticed over the last couple of years, he can have horses on debut, no public trials. They can drift from $8 to $15 and win by a couple of lengths and you just sit there scratching your head. So I wouldn't be so concerned what the betting does with 10. I'd just suggest you include it 11 6 8 and 10 race number three a benchmark 68 over a thousand six is the scratching form of victoria maybe the best first up for david van dyke a dollar 90 queen sweeper four dollars and 40 lucifer's loot six dollars 58 50 for sid's footprint going with number three queen sweeper trained by stuart kendrick now last start at doomben she just went sideways halfway round she ran off the track so she was sent straight back to the trials and won a trial but just go back to the fact she's had seven starts here at home for two wins and three places. She's dropping back to 1,000 metres, which seems to suit her style. And we'll know by now whether horses can sit off the pace. I don't think she'll get too far back, mind you. There's only seven runners. 
Number seven, Amundi's an interesting runner, having that second run from a spell, trained, with, trained by Matthew Dunn at Mwillenbar. She resumed at Warwick Farm, drew eight and nine, got back and was never in contention, beating the tick over five lengths. But she won her maiden at Hawkesbury on a soft seven. That day she settled third in the field of seven and she won by more than two lengths. Good barrier. I think she'll sit closer to the... Probably probably settle third here, get every possible chance. Number five may be the best, the interesting runner, the favourite. David Van Dyke now trains his horse. It was with the Freedman in Victoria. Had a trial, trialled third under a good hole. Could have won if it was asked. Uh, but, you know, sometimes when they do ask them, you just, you know, they don't always deliver... Why I've got this horse in for third is because it's a thousand metre race and on a Victorian form she's going to be better when she gets to 1300, 1400 but shouldn't be doubting David Van Dyke. And otherwise I've put in number eight, Ballistic Man. Surprise winner last start, landed in front. There wasn't much change to the um, order from go to woe but it did fight on well to win and it looks like getting a similar running transit here. Three, seven, five and eight. Three, seven, five, and eight in uh, race number three. Race number four of Phillies and Mare's Maiden over 1,200 metres. Scratchings here are two, five, seven, eight, nine, twelve, sixteen, nineteen, and twenty. Tesora is the favourite here at three dollars. Three sixty. Morton Bay. Kaboom at four dollars and twenty. What a choice at ten. Eleven. Ballistic Babe. Home of Goolagong at thirteen. Yeah, and it could be the clash of the Titans, as in Tony Golan versus Stephen O'Day and Matthew Hoisted, you know, the two leading stables outside of David Van Dyke in, in south-east Queensland. Number 11, Morton Bay. Had every chance when first up fourth, got beaten two lengths. Strips fitter, I think there's less depth in this maiden race, should get its chance. 14, Tesora, first up from a spell. Now, going through its form, I'd rather see it over 1,000 metres than 1,200. But again, we're talking about a stable that from its last 50 runners has trained 21 winners. Just in frighteningly good form, the O'Day hoisted stable. Um, trial OK, placed second in its trial. Then I've put in number four, Homer Goolag on, first up from a spell, train on the track, has placed three or six here at home, should be running on well, his book had arrived. And I've put in number 15, what a choice, best of the rest, placed both this time in. Probably finding some better horses in this race. Got a nice alley. Should get the right run from Jaden Lloyd. I'm risking Kaboom, the third favourite. I'd prefer to see it kept to 1,000 metres. Um, without a great deal of confidence, 11 and 14 ahead of 4 and 15. Race number five is a benchmark 65 over the mile. One, two, twelve. come out of the fifth event on the program. If You Can Dream is the favourite here at $2.70. Atlantic Eagle, four eighty. Rations, 5 $6.00. Duke of Buckingham and Sophia. And then quoted at 18 I'm going to go with the uh, four-year-old mare. Number eight, Atlantic Eagle. She's just had the two starts. Train on the track by Paul Duncan. Her first start was here at home. She got back and sat wide, was beaten less than a length, finishing fourth. It was an excused run, went to Doom, and heavily back, started at $1.75 and ran on well to win by more than a length. That was over 13.50, getting up to 1600. I don't doubt the stable again when they do these things. She just looks like a horse on the way up. Number seven, Rations. Now, look, she's only won one from 11 and placed second on five occasions, but she's really run good races in defeat. It's not like she's a non-winner. The stats, I think, are misleading. She was beaten here by If You Can Dream, the favourite, last start, but it was a good run. She drew wide there and was beaten less than a length. I've put six If You Can Dream in for third. Now, the key to this horse seems to be 
being ridden quiet. At Doomben two starts ago, she sat second and just turned it up. And then last start, Ryan Maloney rode her cold, and she um, was you know closer to the pace in the run than rations, and she won well. She's drawn very wide for Jimmy Norman. Tricky, you know, tricky ride, I think. And then number three, Duke of Buckingham, I'm putting it in for fourth. Was a third up winner at Ballina with Nashua Willer aboard, drew 11 of 12 there, carried 59 kilos straight to the front, gave nothing else a chance, maps very nicely here. The only other pace on paper looks to be Princess Cavallo, which is a mudlark. I don't think it'll be wet enough for Princess Cavallo. So Duke of Buckingham will be the horse you probably want to be on as heads turn for home. It's an open race, 8763. Eight, seven, six, and three in the fifth. Race number six is a class one over 1,312. Mr. Vista comes out. Brugia, $3.90. Hassan's Revenge for Rady. She's an Eagle, $5 with Jihan. And then Correa at $9.50. Quarter 15, and I've just got, you know, it's one of those races where I think luck in running will play a part. I'd expect a busy finish here. Now, I'm going to go with number three, Correa, trained by Chris Munts. I've had a lot of time for this horse since his very first start. He was a massive third on debut at the Sunshine Coast, over 1,200. That was back in September 2020. He went on to win at the track over 1,400, his third start, and then he had no um, luck at all and went out for a spell. He came back in Anzac Day last year and ran third and really found the line again from a wide barrier over 1,200, pulled up lame and hasn't been seen since. So whatever went wrong, he's had plenty of time off to recuperate. His recent trial, he sat up second and he gave ground, but that's just not his race style. So I thought that trial was a bit inconclusive. There's good pace elsewhere. But Boris Thornton's only got one option from that wide gate. He's going to have to go back and ride cold. So we'll reflect on how the track is playing. But he has got a big finish, this horse. So I'm going with three, Correa. Ahead of five, she's an eagle. Fitter for two from the spell. There was no money at all for her first up. And then on pace, opposition second up. So stripping fitter, good barrier, chance. Number six, Husson's Revenge, one on Deboe. That was at Grafton, trained by Michael Costa. Andrew Mallion was aboard that day, and he's here to ride this horse again from a good gate. So it's open to just natural improvement from the benefit of that win. And number seven, Jihan, said the two starts for Robert Heathcote. He's migrating north. And placed on both occasions, certainly working up to a win. Wide draw, won't be an easy ride for Travis Wolfgram, but with luck it'll be in the finish. Um, but I'll go three. I had a five, six, seven. As I said, a race where luck could be the deciding factor. Race number seven to class four over 1,200 metres, seven, eight, 11 of the scratchings here. Hamlet von Schnitzel, the favourite at 2.30, all to do six, seven dollars riot act. He's the news at eight dollars, as is Achieve Victory, and Moot on eleven dollars. Look, there's some key runners resuming in this race and a bit of new blood, and, and one of the ones resuming is the favourite. Hamlet von Schnitzel. I'm going to go with number one, All To Do, from Stuart Kendrick's stable. Good barrier. If it doesn't lead, it'll sit second to Hamlet von Schnitzel. They should both get every possible chance in transit over the 1,200. Now, All To Do, he attempted 1,400 two starts ago. It was just too far for him. He didn't see it out. And then at Doomman last start, he wasn't the best away. He was caught up in traffic. There was a horse that broke down in front of him, knocked him rotten. So just forget he went round. That was 250 metres from home. There's no guide at all as to how he was going to, you know, where he was going to be at the finish. So as I said, he maps well. He's got a very good record here at home. Number two, I'm putting in for second Mouton, Stablemate, uh, formerly raced in New Zealand, no public trials. So who knows? But did win at uh, over 1,200 on soft ground. Uh, Jimmy Ormond arrived, so you've got to include it as a say, regardless of the market. Then number five, 
Hamlet von Schnitzel. Now, this horse has had two trials. He was sixth at Deegan late December, and then the other day he jumped in front and they'd only gone about 50 metres and he lost his rider. So very difficult to know where he's at. All I will say is Natalie McCall's stable, they've got a terrific strike rate when the money goes down. I would just wait and see how this market moves once they parade because it does map well, but whether it needs to run. And then I'll put in number nine, Achieve Victory. Another horse first up from a spell. Only had the one run in the previous eight months. Placed second when fresh on that occasion. And um, so it could run on well first up. One, two, five and nine. One, two, five, nine in the last best value quarter in play. Please, Howard, for the Sunshine Coast. Oh, well, look, the best is race one, number one, Naughty Harry. And because it's not odds on, I'll mention it. Yeah. Uh, the best value, I like a Correa as a horse. I'm hoping the horse uh, runs well here. Race six, number three, Correa. For the quaddy, I think you've got to go wider. First leg is the skinniest leg, 4, 11, 14. But then I'd suggest 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 11. 3, 5, 6, 7, 9. And come home with 1, 2, 5 and 9. And the play of the day, I'll make it a win and place all up. Start off in race five, number eight, Atlantic Eagle. Then go into race six, number three, Correa. And come home with number seven, uh, sorry, race seven, number one, all to do. Best of luck today, Howard. Good on you, Brendan. Howard Wold with his thoughts on the program at the Sunshine Coast. Narrow Court Cup Day in South Australia. Track rating is a good four rails in the true. Nadia Horns down the form for the quaddy legs. Nadia, good morning. Good morning to you, Brennan. How are you? Very well, thank you. First look at the quaddy from Narrow Court is the full, is the uh, fifth event, the Narrow Court Cup over two thousand metres. Field of seven, no scratching. Sabona is the favourite at two thirty. Rumbro four sixty. Shock alert four eighty. Cuban tonight five dollars. Only a small field for the cup, but it's a competitive little race. Look, I'm putting number three Sabona on top. Um, she's been racing particularly well. She's probably racing in peak form, really. She won three starts to go at Border Town. They then took her to town, and she wasn't a great since she had no luck finishing fourth. She went a great race at Canola, had her most recent run. She gets the top jockey aboard, and she clearly does look the one to beat. So um, I've got Sabona as the top tip in the cup. As far as the dangers, I thought number one Cuban tonight was the claim. Um, it's starting to race into form now. It's having the four runs back. Two run bros, drawn the inside gate and comes off of a last start win. And then out to number four, Shock Alert. So I've gone three, one, two, four, race five, the cup. Race number six is a benchmark 54 over 1,100 metres. Seven and 13 come out of this. Mighty Mabel, $2.60. Our Alley Rose, five fifty. Turf Tapper, $6 with After You and Golden Ripples at 10. I'm going to put the one Turf Tapper on top. But even though it's up in weight, I, I do think that the fact that I've engaged um, Justin Potter uh, to ride is a, a real plus because this is a horse that needs a real vigorous rider. And that's um, what he gets in, in Potter today. Look, he was brilliant last start when he was a runner-up at Oatbank. And at the price, so I reckon he's got just as good a chance as anything. So I'm going for number one, Turf Tapper. I thought the danger might be number three, Mighty Mabel, who's racing well, comes off of the last start placing. Um, it's a horse who um, comes off of that run at Murray Bridge last time out, where he didn't really have a heck of a lot of luck. And you would think that it's going to derive a fair bit of benefit from the run. The two after you, I've got in as the next pick, like the race, the chosen potential. And then for fourth, I thought that number 12, Gold Ripples, was worthy of some type of a place chart. But I've gone 1, 3, 2, 12, race Race number seven on the program is a zero, 0 to 58 over 1,200. 10, 13 come out. High Smoky Maracord equal favourites at $4. Snapped off at $4.40. Debay at six fifty and $8. Bow Miss. 
I've gone for number five, Marek Cord. Look, it's only had the one prime start, and that resulted in a win and a maiden. What I liked about it, it ran very good sections in comparison to the day, and it looks like it's got a hair, fair bit of improvement to derive out of that performance. It was still doing a few things wrong, but the way that the horse let down, you can still see it's got um, a heck of a lot of upside. So I've gone for the five. I think number four, High Smoky, loses the danger. Gets him well after the claim. I'm prepared to dismiss the run last time out because the prior one was quite solid. 14 snapped off, goes into the third, the last start winner. And then we've gone out to um, as far as the next pick in the race. So we'll put number eight, Applied in. But I've gone five, four, 14 and um, number eight in race seven. Last event at Narrow Court on Cup Days, a benchmark 58 over the 1430. 3, 4, 7, 16 come out of the last air. Time 460, Manhattan Arch 5, as is Bombers Kiss, Noble Rocks at 6, $9, Eagles Forever, and then Stackable, a $9 chance with Omazina. Well, I think number six airtime deserves to win a race. Um, nothing racing more consistently than this gilding. It's been a runner up at its past two starts. Um, stepped up to the mile last time out in a race at Panola and fought on quite strong and ran very good sections through the 400 metres home. Um, looks to get a really good run in transit with Dom Samuel Bill, so I've gone for the six. Number two, Bombers Kiss, I've got in as the main danger. He's down in grade, and I think that's the real key, and with the services of Jess Eaton. One Manhattan Arch, um, Loons is a strong chance, even though it's got the big weight to lump. And then I've gone out to number nine, Eagles Forever. So six, two, one, nine in the last. How are we faring at the sales, Nadia? We haven't bought anything yet, uh, but it won't be long before we step into action. So uh, it looks like it's going to be a pretty strong sale and a very busy day. Oh, exciting afternoon ahead. Best Valley Quarter yeah. and play for Narracourt Cup Day, please. Well, look, I think the best bet comes up race two, number 12, Yellow Idol. I reckon it'll be pretty hard to beat. Race six, number one, Surf Tapper at $6, looks to be the value on the program. And our quaddy today will go one, two, three, the first leg, one, two, three, the second, four, five, nine, fourteen, the third leg. And run at one, two, six, eight, and nine in the last. Player of the day will take an all up. Race two, the 12 to win. Race four, number two, also to win. And race five, number three to win. So two by 12, four by two, five by three, and an all up. Good luck, Nadia. Nadia Horn there with her look at the Narra Court program on Cup Day. We're about to take a look at the meeting at Port Macquarie. Kev Casey's done the form at Port Macquarie this afternoon. Track rating up there is a heavy eight. We found any mudlarks, Kev? Well, there are there are some horses that, that fancy it. We'll see where the conditions get to. And there is a chance uh, that they might get a little bit more rain. It's certainly enough to keep it... Uh, heavy eight, or maybe a sort of one D and grade. There's you no know, deluge on the way, but they might get a few mil just to keep it at that level. But yeah, there are certainly horses that uh, have seen heavy and like it. First of it on the program is a maiden over fifteen hundred, three nine and eleven come out. Rhineland at dollar seventy five, RDB at three dollars forty. Don't doubt Hinchy at nine dollars and ten dollars for Trosca. Yeah, look, the first of our. Odds on favourites here. We've got a few today. Rhineland, um, look, it, it, I'm tipping him, happily so. Uh, looks short enough. This is a weak race, and that's, that's the cause of the price more than anything. I think mean, he's going okay. Uh, he's competed at, uh, at home, and a couple of Newcastle made this preparation. In between that, he was he was pretty good, should have finished closer at, um, at Tari 2 back. Now, his two runs on soft seven tracks, so far, he hasn't appeared on heavy yet. 
they've been just fair for mine, but they have been without question in stronger races than this. He should posse and uh, he should be kicking on here to handle this lot. 480B is the obvious danger after showing some speed uh, again in the, the Wyong Maiden there last time. Uh, cross it up here and we'll we'll give you a sight at the very least. Uh, peaking third up, etc. So five over four looks the, the way to go. I thought uh, eight Cohen Luster was next best. Jevington will do up top number one. Not the absolute worst here, but it looks like five ahead of four essentially in the first. Race number two on the program. Colts Golding's an entire maiden over 1,200, 2, 8, 10 and 11 come out of this one. Tab fixed odds favourite is Anselmo at $2.90. Uh, well out of reach, $3.30. Rock Barton Roman at $3.55.50 for uh, Kamikaze Kid. Yeah, all those are, are in top four here. Tipping number four, well out of reach, who... Debut on a heavy track at Port Macquarie, the most recent meeting here a couple of weeks ago. It was favourite on that occasion, settled on speed. and Look, he gave a good sight. He's only beaten the length and a bit in the end. Uh, he can build on that. It's 11 to 1,200, and uh, he could uh, be up there, along with Kamikaze Kid, who you'd imagine is going to be rolling forward, as he did last start at Newcastle. So I've got the four on top. Dangers here, uh, certainly uh, Rock Barton Roman. Who only saw well, the worst track he saw in uh, the first prep was soft five, but uh, each effort was pretty good, really. Uh, so it was the level of consistency there. He's drawn inside. He probably doesn't get too far away. He might track the leader here. Uh, I thought Anselmo did have a chance to third up, and uh, even though the horse hasn't seen worse than soft seven, he's handled both those tracks uh, when he has seen them. He's played six of eight, so he must be given some credit here. Kamikaze Kid, as mentioned, can roll forward, so. The four in the market look for four chances there. Four, three, one, and five. Four, three, one, five in the second. Phillies and Mare's maiden over the 1,200 is the third. Two, nine, 15, 16 come out of this one. Tam fixed odds favourite Sahana for Brett Kavanagh at $4.40. Rock Barton Lass at five with one a win-win. And uh, Parties Galore at $5 also. $6 Kiani and Fantastic Philly at 14 well, I, I went the form uh, from the, the race here on uh, the 21st of January, won by Holy Tycoon. Uh, Parties galore. Number eight comes through that. Number five, won a win-win, uh, does come through that as well. They finished second and third, respectively, and Parties galore was able to uh, to boot up and lead. Ben Looker staying aboard here. She's offered a, a, a far wider draw, but there's not heaps of speed on what we've seen so far anyway underneath her, and I think she can get up and over. Look, she's returned with a PB, so if she, it's just a matter of whether she can hold up with that or even improve on it. If she does that, I think she's hard to beat. Um, so $5, I think, is a fair price for her. Uh, a Win-Win was not far away from her, within a length of, of her, and she, too, was first up, and uh, she should be able to, uh, to offer something here. CJ Graham uh, staying aboard. So uh, they were the two that I picked out uh, from the same form line. Three Rock Button Lass, another resumer. Uh, showed something at the end of last prep, that run on soft seven at Tari when only just beaten. It was a big improvement that day and just thought, well, uh, perhaps she can handle the, the heavy quite well here. Forster Hahn has got a chance too after a, a decent debut on a dry track. So for me, ahead of five, three and four, the others there in race number three. 
Race number four is a 58 over the 1,000. Top three come out here, one, two and three. Tab fixed odds favourite is uh, Crown Empress at uh, $1.60. Rioli, $5.50. Devil's Choice, six fifty seven fifty. Bay of Bengal. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a totally different race uh, with those scratchings. Uh, turned into a, a field of six and really, yeah, uh, the connections of Crown Empress will be... Uh, pretty happy uh, with the, the three above her coming out because it does seem to have uh, gifted her this race. I think she's uh, got some experience, recent experience, of course, on heavy tracks. And uh, She was second up when she was one here a couple of weeks ago. And that was uh, that was a good performance. And she jumped, she sort of bounced up to be outside the leaders. She then sort of pulled in behind and tracked them well. And she fought on very well to win. She beat a horse called Bon Cassie who competed in a, a very strong highway yesterday and ends up finishing front half in that. I think the form line is, is solid and she just needs to hold up here. CJ Graham, who rode in Brisbane yesterday, of course she's back here and, and handled the horse, rode a double on that day and, and this mare was one of those. She finds the front here really. If she, if she wants it, she's an on-speeder but not not a frequent leader of recent times. She can lead this on rear, really. There's nothing... I think our devil's choice is certain to miss the start and probably tails them in. Bay of Bengal's been missing it. You know, Rioli's been missing it. Uh, I think she's, uh, you know, she's well into the red for, for fair reason. A devil's choice will get back, might run on. Bay of Bengal, uh, yeah, two from 29. Uh, Flash Palace, perhaps not the worst here. But, um, I think she's... Not an unfair price at a dollar sixty. One out in the quaddy. Four eight six five. Four eight six and five in race four. Race five a fifty eight over fifteen hundred meters. Nine is the scratching here. Asserting four dollars forty four eighty. Stormy pluck. Uh, Bull knock at five dollars five fifty. Sword tell and prayer fox at eight dollars and fifty. Yeah, look, open race is the market. I, I think uh, asserting is. A fair price here after uh, taking a little while to win. Uh, the Maiden did so two starts ago, backed it up well, uh, thought in a, a Class 1 Atari as well. She's trained at Port Macquarie, uh, first first run around, first race around here anyway. Um, I think uh, certainly can ha- has seen heavy and handled it reasonably well. She's been on soft tracks in this preparation and going well. So I think she finds a good spot here too, can sort of see her... Uh, Top four in run and in uh, sort of looming up nicely. She's just got to get out to 1500. That's perhaps the query, uh, but uh, she'll handle herself well here. She's been consistent throughout the prep. Two Sortel is a veteran, uh, racing quite well. Has a recent win on heavy ten, and this is a few real back markers here. So I don't think he'll be too far back. Probably midfieldish or so. Stormy Pluck um, goes well on wet. Uh, probably, arguably. Best form is all on really wet. Heavy tens, probably if uh, if you you go through the form, will be at the tail. I think and that could be a challenge. Prairie Fox fourth best for me. So it's seven two six three race five. Seven two six three the fifth race six a class one over a thousand one two four and eight are out of this. Alibi dot com a dollar eight he won four dollars she's contrary extra approval six fifty eight dollars shoot for the stars rewarding trance at fifteen. Yeah, look at. Uh, you could quibble about the odds on for this one. I think I'm going to tip alibi.com. Um, she's been tolerating at her previous two starts, so she's loving that price. 
we'll see what she gets to, of course, as we get close to this race, but um, an element of consistency about her SP so far. Um, and she's probably been, even though she won last time, she beat Holy Tycoon, who's a subsequent winner. Um, she had a perfect run and, and didn't do it by a big margin. Um, so you can argue she's underperforming to the market expectations. She had every chance on debut as well, got beat. But she's going to line up well here. You could probably see her stalking. There's a bit of speed in the race, and that probably helps her out. She's, you know, it'll be sort of more midfield sort of uh, position, I, I would imagine. Uh, I've got her on top. We'll see whether she gets into the black. I think she's contrary. We'll just have the cold drop here. She's a filly who's um, had the first up run and random expectations pretty much. You know, you'd have to say a stronger race first up at Wyong. Uh, first prep was good all at home, including on heavy. Um, she's going to have last look here, perhaps. So five ahead of three. I think that probably sees it out into the blue and extra approval. Uh, next best for my... Into the blue, we'll want to further. Um, but may uh, may show up for a decent sort of run fresh. Five, three, then six and ten for race six. Race number seven is uh, a class four over 1,200 metres. One, three, five, seven, 12, 14 come out of the final event. Paravian, $2.10. Vicky's one four forty five dollars Sound and Vision, like a bit fun, $6.50. Off her rocker, $8 with tab. Fixed odds, Kev. Yeah, like, this is fascinating now. I, this has totally changed. Like, race four... Uh, had as, has as well. I mean, this is my top three original picks of, of all by past. And um, uh, as it happens, my fourth selection was Par Avion, who's uh, now a short price favourite. I I can see this horse drifting from two ten. I must say, I mean, she's she's fresh here, and she's got four kilo claimer aboard. Four kilo claimer, by the way, who rode a double at the most recent meeting here, uh, including the feature winner. Um, so I'm happy to be with her, but I would expect longer odds as we get closer to the race. But trialed well, got a long way back in the trial, in fact, that ran on to, to win. So we'll see where she posses here. I would think that there's not a lot of speed in the race. Swamp Nation probably ahead of Sound of Vision. Uh, but look, the trial was attractive. On top she goes. She's got form at the track, form on heavy. So uh, she's there. Off her rocket was a good run in that in that feature. Uh, at uh, Port Macquarie a couple of weeks ago, so I mean, she, if she repeats that, she's she's right here. Went winless throughout last prep, but a lot of those races were much better than this. Ben Looker staying aboard; she's got a real chance. Now, these other two that are first up, Sound and Vision has uh, perhaps something to offer here. At least gets on speed, and that's a positive, I think, in this race. And like a bit of fun, uh, new to this stable trial, pleasingly as well. So. This market could do plenty here. Two eight four six for me. That's race seven. Best Valley Courtie and play of the day for the Port Macquarie card, please, Kev. Yeah, look, it's, it's, she's very short, and I very rarely do this. Race four, number four, Crown Empress, just looks the lock of the day. Uh, is handed that race, I think. Uh, next best for CJ Graham as well. Race five, number seven, Courtie numbers. Number four, one out in the first leg. The second leg, two, three, six, and seven. The third leg, three and five only. And the last leg, two, four, six, and eight. So that's 32 options. 
don't think we're going to get a massive dividend, but uh, you know, if we got two or three hundred out of a thirty-two dollar spend, we'd be pretty happy with that. Best of luck today, Kev, on the wet track at Port Macquarie. Cheers, thanks, Brendan. Kev Casey there joining us. Bear Robbins is joining online. Big day at Launceston today. The gold sovereign for the two-year-olds. Adam Trinder looks to have a stranglehold on that race. Bear, good morning. Good morning. How are you going? Yeah, the summer carnival is really starting to heat up from today. So got an exciting seven days ahead of us in Tasmania. Uh, best bets for the program at Launceston today, please. Uh, I think we're just going to have to wait a little bit later in the day. Race 8, number 3 in the Nia Citizen Night Cup, Super Swoop. Um, uh, Ziggy Carr's really clicked with his horse. And a couple of others in the market have got a couple of conviction against them in the last couple of runs. And I just think Super Swoop Super is really building towards getting a start in the Launceston Cup. So I think it'll be winning today. Uh, who's your fancy in the Gold Sovereign? Uh, I think one of the Trinder horses will win. Uh, I think... Bellow Bow is the ultimate professional, and, uh, but Jaguar Stone looks like he's got plenty of upside. So lucky in running, he'll play a big part there, but I'd be surprised if the winner doesn't come from one of those two. Best of luck today, Bear. Cheers. Thank you. Have a good day. Bear Robinson with uh, his best in the Citizen Cup at Launceston today, Super Swoop, the $3 second favourite behind the risk factor from the Trinder Stable. Goulburn is the uh, meeting in New South Wales today to go alongside Port Macquarie. Ian Humphreys has done the form for us at Goulburn. Ian, good morning. Brandon, good morning. How are you going? Very well, thank you. Soft 5 is the track condition. Rail is true. First event on the program, a class one over the thousand, scratch seven and eight. Reach for gold two sixty American President three four forty Prince Nakoni and Mont Drifter at seven dollars fifty. Yeah, like all races today, it's uh, pretty tough. Um, only a small field here, but a few chances. I'm going for number three, Prince Nakoni was impressive breaking through at Wagga last time. He placed on the wet track two runs back, he can measure up here in this class one race. Uh, American President has been freshened up since not having the best of luck at Scone last start. He's a winner on the wet, two runs back, and Reese for goal, the other main chance, with strong winning on the bill at this track and looks promising. Uh, his first try on a wet track, which is some Kuris, so I'll put in number five, Monty Drifter, in for four, so I've gone three, one, two, five. Race number two over a thousand metres, it is a maiden, scratchings here are four, seven, nine, ten, and eleven. Miroslava two dollars and forty, Dijon three dollars and ten, three fifty Williams Bay, a razor at ten dollars heading the remainder. Yeah, I've gone, I've gone a bit of value here, Brendan. Number three, Pyramid of Pyramid of Fire. Got ball back and made plenty of ground on the boo. Uh he's since trial well at Hawkesbury. I think he'd be suited getting out to the thousand metres today. Uh Dijon had every chance when leading and placing here last time. He's fitter now, but has an awkward barrier to overcome. Williams Bay, another one of the favourites. He's had Nine starts, he's been a bit costly, he's been favoured his past few. And the first start of Miroslav has trolled well, but she draws barrier nine. So I like, like number three here, Pyramid of Fire, a bit of value. So I've gone three, one, five and six. Three, one, five and six, Pyramid of Fire, $13 and four sixty at the moment with tab fixed odds as we move on to the third. 1,200 metre maiden is race number three with draws here in 9, 10, 11, 12, 14, 15, 16 and 18. Schwarzy's Choice, $2.40. The Puncher, $2.90. $6.00 Mary Beach. Jimmy Manolo at $9.50. Obsession, a $10 chance. Yeah, I did like this one. Schwarzy's Choice was very well supported on debut where he's led and just beaten at this track. Much better for that run. Doors barrier four here. I think it'll be hard to beat today. Number seven, Mary Beach. 
uh, was also good on the boo. Uh, as an odds-on favourite, he's still much fitter now, but he's drawn an awkward barrier. The first starter, number 13, Obsession, in the Waterhouse stable, was trialled OK. And number eight, the poacher resuming, uh, also draws badly, putting in for four. So I've gone four, seven, thirteen, and eight. Four, seven, thirteen, and eight in race number three. Race number four is a benchmark fifty-eight over fourteen hundred metres. One and six come out. Charlemagne three fifty-eight and eight and a bet at four dollars and sixty. Uh, Galero at five dollars as is Uncle Al Pal and Aerobatic Warrior ten dollars with turnaround time. Yeah, very tough start with the quaddy. I'm going with number nine here, Galero. Resumes after showing good form last time in. He's trialled well at Randwick recently. It's good form on the soft track, so I think it'd be hard to beat. Charlemagne was strong breaking through last time. From Barry One here getting out to 1,400 metres, he can measure up. Aiden a bet, another one resuming. He's always a chance. Doesn't have a great strike rate, which is the query. And we'll put in number 10, Uncle Al Powell, next best. So I've got 9, 11, 7 and 10. 9, 11, 7, 10 in the fourth race. Number five, another maiden. This one over 1,400 metres. Scratchings here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 10, 11, 15, 16 and 18. Tab fixed odds favourite here in race five is Fenton at 3.40. Somerville, 3.50. Golf of Aquaba at $5. $8 golden years. Cullier, 8.50. Artie's Dreamtime, $10 with Fear the Truth. Yeah, another tough one. I'm going with number seven, Golf of Aquabar. Was good here on the boo. Did much better for that run. Uh, number eight, Artie's Dreamtime. Uh, he's drawn barrier three in the Snowden Yard with Brody Law to ride. He's, he's a good chance in this grade today. Number six, Fenton. Uh, he's, he's had his chance the last couple and he draws the outside barrier, but has to be included. And we're putting number 12, uh, Summer Bill, in the Waterhouse Stable in for four. So I've gone seven, eight, six and 12. Race number six, a Phillies and Mares 58 over 1,400. Four and nine of the scratchings here from the second last. New York Gal, $334 Diamond Star. Bella Broadway, $428 Riverbrook and Post Free. Yeah, I think we cut this leg back to the three chances. Uh, Bella Broadway got back and made plenty of ground last start at the Sapphire Coast. She looks suited getting out to this trip today and be hard to hold out. Uh, the lightly race number 10, Diamond Star, was heavily backed and too strong when bracking through at Wagga. He draws Barry one here, and he was also looks suited getting out to the 1,400 metres. And the other chance, New York Gow. It was a bit disappointing when resuming, as when she was favourite, but uh, she can improve here today. She was much better for that run. And we're putting number five, River Brook, in for four. So I've gone two, ten, three, and five. Final event at Class 1 over 1,600 metres with draws here at 2, 6, 10, 11, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 and 19. Supremo at 260. Handsome King $5 with Reduced Soul. The Herald at $8 with Into Summertime. And uh, the rest of them head out towards double figures headed by River Beauville. Yeah, another one that doesn't get any easier. I'm going with Redoubt's Choice. Uh, he's drawn out but no doubt he'll cross and lead in the Waterhouse stable they always like to lead um, she was um, getting out of the script shouldn't be a problem she was strong winning at her, at her debut number five Rebeville uh, she'll get a lovely run from barrier three uh, he's been a bit costly but he should be in the finish again today number eight Supremo the favourite he had a few tries so he's just the one win from 13 but has to be included and we'll put in number nine the Herald they won a maiden last start into fourth. In the last, we've gone uh, 13, 5, 8 and 9. 13, 5, 8 and 9, final event on the program. Ian, your best value, could in play for Goulburn, please? 
a tough day, Brendan, but make the best race three, number four, Suarez's choice. Uh, I think she'll get out and lead and be hard to run down. Uh, the best value is definitely race two, number three, Puma to five. I think he said it was about $13, $14. That seems good value to me. I guess there's only seven uh, runners, so only the two dividends. Uh, the quaddy of the first league will take numbers seven, nine, ten, and eleven. The second league, six, seven, eight, nine, and twelve. Just two, three, ten in the third league, and five, eight, nine, and thirteen in the last. Best of luck today, Ian. Thanks, Brendan. Ian Humphreys with a look at the program at Goulburn. We're off to a break on the other side. We're coming back to talk greyhounds with George Faruja. Good morning, Brendan. How are you? Very well, thank you. We've seen uh, big racing on uh, Thursday night. Jungle Juice winning up there at Albion Park, and he's come up with the red in the Rookie Rebel and been installed as the $2.40 favourite with the box jaws uh, released for the three feature invitational races at the Meadows. Yeah, look, we were talking about this yesterday on Gow's show, and uh, I think he was about $3.50 uh, pre-box draw. Um, and as you said, he's into $2.40 now, drawn really well. He's just racing so well at the moment. He's beginning cleanly. Uh, obviously, one of the races of the year when he ran down wow in that pause of thunder and then backed it up was an incredible um, fortnight performance uh, at Albion Park. And as you mentioned, he has come up with the, the beautiful draw of box one. McCauley's lads next to him at $8 in the two. Jarek Bale, who's just in terrific form as well. I mean, 34-16 last night. He had box one. He did enough to hold the fence. Um, and was just too good for them in very fast time. The other one in the market's Kalinda Patty. Probably hasn't had the ideal preparation in, in that she's been off for a while. She comes back uh, at Sandown and wins in 29.47 last week. She, she's an absolute star. She's a track record holder over 600 at Sandown. She'll definitely provide the X factor in the race drawn off the track there. But Jungle Juice, clearly the greyhound to beat, because if he can find the front, Brendan, it'll just take a brave person to suggest that he couldn't hold on. And... I've spoken to Jack Smith, his owner, uh, his trainer, who said that this is his niche distance. Even though his form over 500 has been outstanding, he's, uh, he'll relish the 600 metres. On the other two finals, uh, Aston Rupee, $2.40 favourite to win the Tem Lee despite drawing box four. Not only is he drawn a little bit awkwardly, uh, Brendan, he's got a lot of speed drawn to his inside. Kinson Bale, Idolise, of course, who won the Group 1 Futurity. Uh, she's all speed. Spotted Elk, of course, who he's seen lead the um, Phoenix uh, after being run down by Wow, she's fast. So he's just going to have to no- navigate through that early speed uh, drawn to his inside. Um, there is a lot of uh, greyhounds under double figures here. Lala Kiwi's in the market at $4.60. Do it and Zippy Tesla at around the $8 mark. Zippy, uh, Zipping Curios, the star from New South Wales, at $5. Terrific final. And, of course, the uh, the Zoom Top final. The favourite, understandably, is Mapunga Ruby after her incredible summer plate win at uh, Wentworth Park in 41.64, which is incredible. She's a $3.30 favourite ahead of Stanley Road at $5, untapped at $5, and Gypsy Wyong out to $6. Good races. Can't wait for next Saturday night at the Meadows. Yeah, three quality races there. The Invitationals at the Meadows, Sandown this afternoon. First leg of the quaddy is uh, a grade five over the 515 at 332, three six vacant boxes, power of Mindy 195, Manella Dusk $2.80. Good race this, my numbers are 7528. I went power of Mindy on top. Obviously all her form's been on provincial track. She did come to Sandown last week, ran four, certainly wasn't disgraced. Um, can show a little bit more speed. I think with the vacant box next to her, she should be able to settle a bit closer. But it's not an easy race. There's some talent in the race. Fractured number five, 
certainly better than what his recent form suggests. Manila Dusk, as you mentioned in, in betting, hardly put a foot wrong recently, had no luck uh, in a heat of the President's Cup at Horsham. Uh, and then we'll throw in number eight, Mapunga Stella. Certainly not drawn where she wants to be, but was a 29-59 where it's down now more recently. Seven to beat five, two and eight in race five. Race number six is uh, a grade five over the 5.15, four a scratching, five a vacant box, three barista chick at $2.360, zipping James Webleck flame off the red 4.20. Yeah, good race. I've gone zipping James on top, drawn where he wants to be off the track. I thought his last couple of efforts at the Meadows have been outstanding, winning in 30.01 and 30.15. And Can run around the 29.4, uh, 29.5 mark, and he's probably going to have to against a greyhound like barista chick who's clearly the danger um, of box three. Forget it's run at the Meadows uh, last start. Had no luck before that. Its form was outstanding, including a good win at Sandown. We'll throw in number one, Webleck Flame, who was a nice winner at the Meadows uh, a couple of starts ago from a tricky draw. Good race this, seven to beat three and one in race six. Race number seven is a grade five over the 5.15. Six to run, three and six vacant. Flying surprise, 290. Sweet petite, three dollars. Four to beat one and two here. Sweet Petite on top for me. Uh, look, we haven't seen a lot of her uh, more recently. She's had two starts this year. She's run third and second. If, if she brings her A game and she's getting closer to her peak fitness, Brendan, she'll be incredibly hard to beat. She's a talent. There's no doubt about that, Sweet Petite. Of the others, number one, Flying Surprise. Clearly does his best racing off inside draws. Good winner at Ballarat in 25-22, two starts ago. And number two, Mighty Pie will provide the early speed in the race. Some of its provincial form at sale has been very, very good. Uh, so four to beat one and two in race seven. Final leg of the quarter, grade five over the middle trip. Two scratching, five is vacant. Masika at $1.85. Yeah, hard to beat on a 29.49 win four starts to go. Four's been a little bit patchy, though. Um, it's won one of its last eight, so certainly won't go uh, one out in the quarter here, but uh, Masika on top. To beat number eight, uh, Forever a Dream, um, look, he's been switching distances a little bit, but has got a really good PB of 34.34 here. Its last win was that uh, PB back in December. And we'll throw in uh, number one, my bro Joe, who's a good placing at Sandown four starts ago in 29.79 behind Masika. Showed a little bit of speed that day as well. So three to beat eight and one in the last look of the quad. Recap of the quarter numbers best for the program, please, George. Yeah, um, my numbers uh, in the quaddy. First leg, two, five, seven, and eight. Second leg, one, three, and seven. Third leg, one, two, and four. We come home with one, three, and eight. Tough program, but I do like one in race 10. Number seven, that'll do Neo. Uh, it's only had the one start here for no luck. Its runs at sale have been outstanding, getting down to the 24 sevens market sale. Really good first splits as well. Again, vacant box on its inside should be able to dictate terms. And if it gets enough of a break on the Greyhounds like not happening and so predictable, drawn closer to the fence. He might be uh, just too hard to catch. So race 10, number seven, that'll do Neo. Thanks very much, George. No worries, mate. Have a good one.